0: hello everyone and welcome to the closed traffic podcast and my name is johnny and episode one mark it mark the calendar <laughs> uh this is crazy uh, i hope you guys are are doing very well and staying safe out there since everything is just insane right now but uh but yeah i figured uh Figure to fire up, up a uh, fire up a podcast and you know just share uh, just some uh, some thoughts of mine um, maybe tips news or whatnot uh, in regards to you know all things aviation and and flight simulation. I've um, been in the industry for quite some time, um, working. Um, as a uh, real world commercial pilot at one point, um, unfortunately, uh, the company that I worked for provided regional provided regional operations for another company that was that was bought out and um, ended ended up getting out of the industry. And uh, fortunately, my uh, education um, allowed me to venture off into other avenues that. Uh, um, Worked out really well and allowed me the, the opportunity to still fly um, leisurely and um, enjoy the hobby as a whole. In addition to that, you know, still still enjoy a uh, flight simulation as well. So it's you know it's the best of both worlds, right? But um, just wanted to, I guess, start this uh, start this episode out, you know, as a as a welcome and uh, just you know, take a step back in memory lane for a little bit and, you know, look at, um, look at, look at the evolution of the, uh, flight simulation genre, um, back to when I started, which was, um, back around 96, which is, it's, it's weird. It seems it's like it's that, you know, it was that far ago. I mean, it was that long ago, but In reality, it wasn't, so I don't know. It's it's crazy, y'all. I guess those are the things that you think about when you get old, right? But, um, no, nevertheless, uh, just thinking about, you know, Flight Simulator 95 uh, for, I'm sorry, I guess the appropriate name was Flight Simulator for Windows 95. You guys remember 95? I don't know. It was, uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It was one of those. It was my... Excuse me. It was my XP at the time, so um, definitely, uh, definitely enjoyed it for what it was. You know, solid OS. But um, I first came into Microsoft Flight Simulator at a Sam's Club. So uh, wherever you may be listening to this from, not sure if you guys have a Sam's Club, but um, a lot of the, uh, lot of the. Uh, a lot of the uh cities in the states or whatnot. Uh it's um it's I guess Walmart. It's a derivative from Walmart. Uh it's probably kind of like a warehouse store or whatnot. But um when I was young I always uh, found my way over to the um electronic and uh computer section you know it's kind of like my things i will see you know typical nerd back then so yeah let's go check computers yay but um yeah i'll head over there and of course you know i saw this i saw this uh computer with a joystick and of course you know i'm thinking joystick heck yeah um didn't know what it was right but you know i noticed that it was this um, it looked like some sort of aircraft or something. At the time, I wasn't very familiar with it. When I was young, never stepped foot in an airplane. Actually, my first time in an airplane was when I went to basic training, uh, my junior year of high school. Uh, so I did my basic and uh, my basic training uh, between my junior and senior year, and then I did my advanced instructional training or AIT. Uh, my senior year of high school. Uh, So that was my first time uh, really actually stepping foot on an airplane. It's crazy. Uh, So, you know, looking at this, I was like, man, this looks really cool. But you know, no one in my family was interested in the computer. So it wasn't until uh, later on, uh, we uh, we purchased our first PC and of course I immediately petitioned for flight simulator finally got my hands on one and um, oh my gosh I can't think of the name of the joystick I had at the time but it was oh my gosh like thinking thinking about it now Um I remember it had suction cups on the bottom so if you guys happen to remember a joystick that looked really cheesy, it was that old kind of computer gray but it looked really cheesy and had suction cups on the bottom, that was probably it so let me know um, and so I purchased that and you know uh, for some reason I was just immediately caught and as I got older I was thinking I was like man I was always, I've always been kind of intrigued by aviation i used to watch the, this um wings they used to come on discovery channel with the cheesy intro music and um i used to love when they talked about russian fighters because they were i don't know just the the ambiance they set when they uh when they aired those uh when you're we talking about the you know mig 29 and all those just i don't know just awesome to anyway, me. um you know and and the united states fighters as well you know love those but there's something about the ruggedness of you know um russia just did an amazing job in ensuring those uh those aircraft were able to function in ridiculous conditions but anywho i digress um so but yeah um you know, filled around with that, instantly got hooked, at that point, you know, I knew come hella high water, you know, I was gonna fly something, didn't know I was gonna fly, but I was gonna fly something, and um, you know, and fast forward on to you know, uh, what, Flight Sim 2000, I think, I picked that up, I remember that I was uh, I remember I was working at McDonald's at the time, so I saved up my money, and but <laughs> Flight Sim 2000 then 2002, came out, and um, 2004 was the Century of Flight. so not sure if you guys remember the um, DC, I think it had DC-3 on the cover, and like the old Wrights Flyer, um, uh, yeah, the, uh, I think it was there, I think it was to commemorate the 100th anniversary of the Wright Brothers First Flight, and I believe that was the whole theme behind that one and um so that dropped as well um you know that was kind of the big thing back then and then of course um uh, what was like a few years after that flight sim 10 dropped which kind of you know set this like broke ground in new technologies i think Um, they added a tower control capability Um, of course that one was uh, that one was compatible with XP I think Um, and that one had a demo as well I don't think anything else else has had a demo Um, also had the uh, the deluxe edition I think had the uh, G1000 right you guys remember that and you know so yeah everything all was doing fine and all of a sudden, Microsoft just went off and closed the a studio. Not sure what happened with that, but you know, they closed the a studio. I'm sure you know, we can all jump on the interwebs and figure it out the backstory. But apparently, there's some inter office problems there, had some management problems. And um, from what I remember, it wasn't because of the sales performance of Flight Sim 10. Um, but it was a lot of management issues and things like that. And then on top of that, you know, the Xbox was kinda finding finding its way there. And I think it was at a point in um point in time for Microsoft where they were changing directions quite a bit. Um so you know, of course, Flights and right, you know, who cares, you know, now with, especially with consoles, you know, becoming more powerful at the time and you know, it was, you know, it was a moment in history where, you know, um, will the console outclass the PC, things like that, so, uh, eh, you know, it's kind of, you know, I guess that, <laughs> that greased already, slippery slope for the, um, for the title, and, you know, that was pretty much the end of that after that, so, you know, we, you know, being at that, at this particular moment, you know, being, um, being in a hobby for quite some time, you know, it was a little disheartening to hear that, Uh, but, you know, at the same time, right, we still had what was X-Plane, X-Plane was still going strong, you know, starting to, um, starting to mature into a really solid option, and we just kind of rolled with that Flight Sim 10, and, um, by some ten X plane, you know, were the choices there, you know, it's kinda of roll with that for a while. And then boom, all of a sudden, you know, I think Dovetails, uh Dovetails, was it Dovetails, y'all? Uh Dovetail Games, they picked up the license and um we had the Steam edition for Flight Sim 10. Then at the same time, well I think it was like late 2007, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Um they um my Martin announced I'm sorry 2007 I think it was 2009 sorry I get my dates crossed y'all um Markie Martin announced that they had reached an agreement and with the ESP source code and that birthed prepare 3D and um even I think they even picked up a few, uh, few of the folks from the Asus studio to uh, participate in the project and all that fun stuff it's you know you, you guys can see the trend here um yeah i just i didn't really know how i felt about it y'all like i really didn't you know it's one of those things to where it's like okay Lockheed martin picks it up but how much you know it's like how much you know Okay, let's just be real. Is Lockheed Martin going to give a crap about the community? You know, that was my question. You know, are we going to have third-party development like we had back in FXX? You know, all these questions came to mind. And then we're not even talking about, um, you know, what happens, you know, after that. But, well, actually, I guess we will. Why not, right? So, you know, then, so you have um, Prepare 3D, which my martin markets as a um training tool nothing more nothing less it's a training tool so um you know those of us who you know see the forum post or whatnot you know oh you know um you know, they need to listen to the community and this and this, that know lucky market care less. I'm just going to be honest with you. Um, I think at best we could hope that their, um, uh, their interests align with ours. And hopefully we could benefit out of this some way. Those who, those of us who, uh, utilize, you know, who purchased a license or whatnot, but, um, you know, so there was that, I mean, so you know once P3 kind of came into the, you know, kind of came into the scene, um, that's just what we had you know it's just what we had and you know we just kind of dealt with the rest and even with that you know the third you know just shout out to the third party community Um, seriously like shout out to the third party community Um, you know with you know amongst all this you know craziness um, they managed just to put out some amazing um, amazing aircraft and amazing add-ons for for this platform uh, for these platforms both Plane and p3d um dovetail games kind of revitalized the uh the flight sim microsoft flight sim name um with you know the steam edition which it was nice you know it's you know steam edition right so it's super easy to install nothing crazy whatever um, then what, 2012 which I guess the dates are kind of off is, um, the Steam Edition for Flight Sim X came out after Flight. So, uh, Microsoft tried to resurrect, um, I guess the, the Flight Simulator series in 2012 with Microsoft Flight and it was developed by the Coalition I think and um, it's... Uh, I can see. I saw their direction. Uh, I could. I could see the direction they were trying to go. They were trying to um, leverage on the fact that you know there are there may be a lot of inexperienced users who are intimidated by the genre and just chose not to mess with it. So the direction that they attempted to take was to make the sim easier to use for inexperienced users unfortunately <laughs> in the process of doing that they jacked everything else up so um i think the icon was one of the airplanes that was on there or something like that and um it, it, it was just mess there was no backwards compatibility for anything um it was it was so bad they just they released it and they just canceled the development of it it's like as oh, it's not working out uh then dovetail did and then uh, Do- dovetails 2017 i think they did something called flights and world and that was uh i mean it was uh, you know it was that and um you know so i mean as far as you know what was out there? We just kind of rolled, I think, at this time. Now we were it was prepared 3D 4.5. We had just hit 64 bit, you know. Um, pretty we were pretty, pretty excited about that, and all of a sudden, uh, last year, um, at E3. You know, we hear about their bringing back the flight simulator series, and we're thinking, and I'm thinking, you know, just goodness just good grief, just let it die. Just you know, let it die. I mean, it's 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 just not worth it. Why aggravate old wounds? We just healed, y'all. Like leave it the heck alone. Just stop. Stop. <laughs> uh but no they didn't and thankfully they uh thankfully they didn't and you know shout out to microsoft's pr department because they they went to work um i mean just flew every time dick and harry with a uh with a platform out to seattle to try it out um i mean it was it it didn't matter i mean if you had over a million subscribers and you were you had a basket weaving youtube channel guess what you were getting flown over to seattle to try this thing out and then from that point forward you were pushing 2020 content that was it <laughs> um did not matter i mean there were folks who you know who traditionally do you know did like space sims and all of a sudden they're streaming flight sim 2020 content i mean it was insane so Naturally, you know I, that could only be met with a certain level of skepticism. So it was like, "All right, y'all, what's, what's your what's your angle here, guy?" You know, but um, you know, just th- thinking thinking about it now, I mean, I, I don't think they could have played it any differently because they knew that in order to you know, find another, find a seat in the table in the, uh, you know, uh, in the industry, they were, they, they were going to have to come with it. I mean, they were going to have to, um, put their whole foot into it, so to speak, this old Southern term. Um, but so here we are. I mean, <laughs> it's, you know, um, a lot's been going on and in in, in in the industry here over the past uh past year or so um you know went past the alpha mm-hmm. and all that and now here we are um a month after the release of microsoft flight simulator 2020 and i have to say i'm actually pretty impressed now i say that i say that before before you press the stop button and you know oh this guy's crazy hold on hold on <laughs> Um, there's a lot of work that needs to be done. I mean, a lot. Um, in terms of the environment, very well done. I mean, bar none, the best I have ever experienced, um, for those of us who who say you can't plan a VFR flight in 2020, I have no idea how you plan VFR flights, but um, in the real world, you pull out your sectional, you go up and you follow a road. And I, I can do that just fine in 2020. So I'm not 100% sure um, what those are trying to, what those individuals have an issue, um, have problems with. So anyway, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so, I mean, there's that, and, um, yeah, just, uh, just really impressed with the, uh, level of detail, but, you know, there's, there's still a lot of work, you know, that needs to be done, um, the aircraft, I can go both ways with it, are they, you know, are they the best I've seen in terms of default aircraft, yeah, I mean, Um, The sounds sounds alone are, uh, in my opinion, uh, paperwork quality. Um, But, you know, when we're looking, you know, when we drill down into the nuances of each aircraft, I mean, flight dynamics, um, systems, things like that. You know, I think a lot of us get spoiled with the quote unquote study level options that we have in uh, current iterations of um, simulators. But the um, reality is their default aircraft so i mean they're going be a level there's there's going to be a level of brokenness especially when you've dropped like what 15 20 different aircraft uh, for the platform so I get it you know i i I, I get it but uh, i think the thing that really really uh, excited me was the potential that this new platform has and what it can offer so that to me is huge guys as that's, that's really huge and um you know it just it, it remains to be seen um you know how um third party responds to it so far it's been on a positive note i think i was reading in the developer update there was like 900 uh, applications i think for to be a partner to um, produce content for the simulator. So that's that's really encouraging to hear. Uh, patch a patch just recently released, and I say I mean recently isn't like yesterday. Um, we're actually recording the on the 17th Thursday, so the 17th of 2020. So, um, and like I said, the patch dropped the 16th. So very recent. Um, lots of improvements. Um, lots of things that were broken in the, <laughs> um, you know, in the, you know, um, in trying to gain the improvements, there were some things that were broken, but, um, hopefully they will be resolved here soon. We'll, we'll kind of see if that happens, but tons of scenery, yep, I said, but tons, but tons of scenery that's already been, already been released and, um, you know, just, just, tons tons more to come well guys um hate to leave you uh but you know try to keep you try to keep it short you guys got tons of uh tons of things to do but uh definitely look forward to a um to the next one uh next week and um we'll um we'll talk about some some other topics that come up through uh throughout the week but till uh till next time guys you guys have an awesome uh rest your week And, um, you guys, please, please stay, uh, please stay safe out there and, uh, we will see you guys later. Take care. Bye now.